Hey everybody, welcome back to the Roldorf Cafe. Thank you very much for joining us. This is episode seven, recorded from Roldorf & Co. in the bowels of the Mental Center in Vancouver. You're not wearing headphones today, Jason. Oh, am I very loud? Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> You're more confident though. You're not hearing yourself. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, there you go. I can, I can, <laughs> I can loosen up. <laughs> and this is, this is a good episode today, I think, to, to loosen up on. We've been away for a while. I missed it. Yeah, yeah. We, we almost forgot how to assemble the equipment. Yeah, I mean, the mic, the, we didn't bring headphones, or you didn't bring headphones. <laughs> no, I no. didn't, no. But hey, we're back. <laughs> we're, we're back after a little bit of a gap, and uh, we're raring to go. So, uh, What are we talking about today? Today we're going to be talking about uh, Pocket to Bling. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Yes, it is exciting, because we're going to touch on some things that... Uh, that enter into our lives on a daily basis and mm -hmm. we have certain opinions and have certain thoughts and all those thoughts are going to be poured out today. So many thoughts. Have to yeah. contain them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so the idea of pocket to bling is this. Um, we're, we're looking at fashion watches mm. and what is a fashion Ooh, watch? That's a, deep w that's a deep well yeah. of... Uh, a deep subject. It's actually a really cool subject because we see we see a lot of uh, a lot of fashion watches from day to day. Everybody out there um, has seen them. They'll see them on other people. Michael Kors, right? You know, fossils, uh, vestals. So my question is: fash is fashion watch? Is, is that is that a bad word? A fashion watch? No, I don't. I don't think it's a bad word at all. I think I think that um, as it's 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 a, it's an evolutionary word. It's it's right. uh, not one thing that defines a particular point in time. Mm -hmm. It rolls with time, and uh, whatever is currently mode, fashion mm -hmm. will be, and and mm -hmm. uh, and that's where supply and demand the watches will actually will actually go right. And it's a whole genre of of uh, a corporate strategy to yeah. to uh, to engage the public. To sell watches. Yeah, absolutely, Howie. I think you're right on there. I think yeah. that um, when it comes down to fashion watches, it's it's the dollar value to the corporation primarily mm -hmm. seeing a space, an opportunity right. to actually get out there and be involved in, right. which then has... Uh, the knock-on effect of making people happy because they can they can buy certain things that they can be happy with. So there's course, yeah. you know there's there's those values there intrinsic and extrinsic. But um, for 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 sure it's 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 about dollars and cents. Yep, sure, yeah, all the way through the integration of it all. But I th I think it's also just uh, being wise to to the needs of of what of people at a certain time. You know, mm -hmm. the the, the uh, accessibility of, of watches to people, you know, just the, you know, and that's, that, can, that can be where we kind of start is the history of, of why these watches, so-called fashion watches, which I, I'm curious the, 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 that title fashion watch, if, it, if that's a new title for, the, for those kinds of watches, you know what I mean? Or was it just kind of like back in the day when, when uh, these watches came about? Were, yeah. they were they considered right away as like kind of fashion? I don't know if if they were necessarily considered fashion. I think they were considered fashionable. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't. I don't know. On vogue. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly when uh, this term 
fashion watch uh, actually came to predominance. Right. Um, I, feel, I feel like it's pretty new. Kind yeah, of like I, a, a, to make a distinction between certain certain watches, you know, being like, oh, that's a fashion watch. Being it's to define it would be, you know, where we can get to, I guess, today. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I think I think you know th there was um, um, an interesting article uh, th uh, that Houdinki has on on mm -hmm. on their site, which I think most people can go along and take a look at yeah. too. It's really good. It's about the uh, uh, Joe Thompson uh, wrote it, a, a kind of a, uh, a history of, of the fashion watch. Mm -hmm. And, and um, he points out very, very clearly, very early on in that, in that article that, you know, Seiko kind of started uh, a revolution in the 70s with, with quartz. Yeah. Uh, that had the knock-on effect, uh, as most people know, of... of, of knocking uh, the Swiss industry back on its heels. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it, and it, it took a lot, it took a, a lot of imagination and innovation right, right. on the Swiss part to try and keep up with that. So going into the seventies, you know, uh, Seiko with the slogan, someday all watches will be made this way. Yeah. Um, pretty bold thing was to say right out there. Yeah. And I remember that as a kid. That that was that was a big thing in England. Seeing that on TV, yeah. you know, the the iconic ads were were just absolutely incredible, uh, and very very meaningful. I mean, to I mean to this day, it it, it evokes an emotion in me. Is it kind um, of fear? I think it's one. It's wonderment. It's sure. you know you're looking at that going wow where are we, where are know, we going yeah. where where are we actually going and Seiko's actually taking us that mm -hmm. way yeah but really what what happened there was that I guess Swatch kicked back uh, ultimately yeah and um, and it that that really had the push effect on on Seiko taking back some of that that um, uh, market share yeah uh, and all of this I think was was all down to um, style, style and design, yeah. and, uh, and the eighties, right? The eighties is a, was a crazy time for expressive fashion and affordability. Bold, yeah, yeah. P you know, it's the it's mullet. Yeah, you know, don't you pink, the mullet. pink triangles, <laughs> right? Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Astley. Do you think Prince wore a swatch? <laughs> I bet you you wore Swatch. <laughs> yeah, all I remember is a, 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 a bunch of CDs that I took over to uh, Switzerland with me when I went to uh, Wallstep. Human League? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that and the Pet Shop Boys too. Yeah, yeah sure. sure. Um, all very cool stuff. And and this was at the, the, the height of uh, sort of early Swatch production out mm -hmm. of uh, Glenchen in, um, in Switzerland. Right. So... Um, yeah, it was uh, amazing to actually just to digress a little bit to see to see that uh, production line, uh, mm -hmm. a, a semi-automated production line for making Swatch watches. Yeah, and uh, it was incredible, absolutely incredible, and you could see the power with which Swatch uh, and Nick Hayek was right. was kicking back. And they found this sort of this this window. Yeah. In, in the industry that they just boom went and went deep into and hard into and just like slammed out all these kinds of watches like plastic every kind of face every kind of design you can imagine you know coupling with artists and partnerships with different artists and stuff and doing anything you can think of 
and exactly. just saturating the design of watches. Yeah. And yeah. everything. Yeah. And and also the eighties were a very colorful time. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that you see very much in in swatch designs. Crazy colors, bright colors. Yeah. You know, going, you know, when you when when I look back at bands like Duran Duran during the time wearing these electric blue uh, shirts and, and white pants and perfect stuff like time. that. It's perfect time for Swatch. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you know, it 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 just goes to show it's it stood the test of time with them. And from that, mm-hmm. uh, other brands have been uh, have been born from it. Sure. Um, and and this is this is where we really then start to get into the interesting part of of what is a fashion. What watch, d- what defines? Yeah. What defines it? I think I think uh, a few things to to uh, that puts that puts Swatch in this uh, in this bubble is is uh, value, how much a watch is, and and also, I mean Swatch, their their uh, you know their purpose was to to accessorize the watch. Mm-hmm. And Joe Thompson talks about this in his article too, about you know about being able to match your watch with your shoes and with your jacket. You know, you've got all you can have more than one watch. And and apparently, Swatch was, you know, the the word Swatch came out of second watch, you know, which I think is interesting. Which then turned into second, third, fourth, yeah. fifth, so that a bunch you would of watches, start collecting yeah. so you're watches. Not, you're spending forty, fifty bucks on a watch instead, you know, instead of yeah hundreds of dollars and having that one watch, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And to think that many of those watches today are still around if people have looked after them. So it really did it really did push towards or show the quality and and um that went into into those watches right. making sure that right. they were going to stick uh, uh, around for a while. Even though you couldn't open right any of them other than to change a battery, it building the motor Right, strong enough to to stand right. a well. I a think it's, I think that comes from that that is residual effect of of the watch industry being being sort of built on on uh, quality, you know. Uh, so I think when they when Swatch started up, it was like, of course, it's going to be of quality, you know. I think as you know, as as the market has changed and, and grown, and, and different players are going in and stuff, and and people different people are making watches, the quality has definitely gone down. Yeah. You know, but I think definitely those early watches, you know, were, were tough. Absolutely. Going from Swatch into uh, Tissot, yeah. uh, the Tissot two-timer at the time. Again, mm. uh, a sort of a, an aluminium-bodied watch yeah. um, that was, again, very colorful, very sleek. Yeah. Um, sort of a, a, an Anadigi watch, which, again, was, was uh, a very modern thing to actually have. Uh, yeah. On the market at the time in the, in in the in the mid to late eighties, was this uh, dichroic display um, with with the analog display on dichroic? Yes. <laughs> so for for anyone that doesn't doesn't know that term, it's um, it's sort of a a, a it's light not me. On, I know um, what it means. No, yeah, a light on uh, <laughs> on dark. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with the dark background. What's so you that? see that a lot in um, in the Breitling watches. Oh yeah. Okay. The aerospace and stuff. What was that? Uh, remember, we had that fob in. That uh, was that a flick? Le clip. Le clip. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Le clip was was again another another fantastic <laughs> thing because um, it appealed to a lot of people because it was just a, a new way to to wear a watch. You could clip it anywhere, mm. and not to be a spoiler alert, but we'll 
we can talk about that later. Late, yeah, a bit later. Segways. Yes, absolutely. Foreshadowing. <laughs> mm, so stay what, tuned. Don't turn off right now. What are they going to talk about? <laughs> so yeah, I think a lot of a lot of this too um, is all about marketing and branding, yeah. marketing, branding, and licensing. Mm-hmm. And I think um, mm-hmm. I think that we saw that, and you'll see that in, if you go to read that article, uh, Thompson's article. Um, uh, about licensing for uh, Calvin Klein and CK watches mm-hmm. uh, all came from Nick Hayek uh, and uh, reaching partnering out, out yeah, to, reaching to, out. A, to a jeans manufacturer. Right? right. And then Guess came along too. And so then, uh, then that, that's the whole thing about brand branding, like mm-hmm. we, were, we, were, we were talking before we push record, yeah. about like a, a, watch, a watch brand maybe starts with the watch and then builds the brand and then like, you know, uh, t-shirts, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, exactly. You, know? you leveraging brand equity, I think, um, was key in this case to, to, to the onslaught of, of fashion watches or mm-hmm. fashionable watches, um, which is really quite different. Um, really, uh, done very, very differently to sort of what, what I'm terming Delta brands, Delta brands being, Sort of that 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 to which all other watches are, are looking towards for quality sure. uh, of of um, the production uh, all the way through um, uh, to the final product and being being watch yeah watch so first, that being right? brands like Rolex, uh, Patek, Audemars Piguet, etc. etc. Yeah. Um, you know it's it, it it's a, I think it's a, it's a it's a key thing because. Uh, take Fossil, for example. I mean, it wasn't just about the watch. It was um, the fact that they they got into the market sort of uh, pushing on steel watches then, not a plastic watch like Swatch was, but still keeping the pricing down, still making it very fashionable, mm-hmm. but then doing something very different with their packaging, jumping into the packaging world and going, wow, okay, we're, we're noticing certain trends, um, with regard to, you know, World War Two era posters that being printed on packaging to to, to, to to give a very particular emotion and feel to to the watches, um, and uh, and that just actually taking off. It worked really well for them because it ended up uh, that being a lot of their tins were itself. collectible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I think it's. I think it's just an example of, uh, you know, a watch wanting to get into that market, Fossil and, and Guess, just getting into this market share that Swatch had sort of exploded. Yeah. So, I mean, in, in relation to, into horology, so to speak, or, or uh, evolution of uh, engineering when it comes to mechanical watches, do fashion watches sort of play into that? Or is that just kind of... Is it about horology then, or is it just about fashion? No, is it fast a, fashion? It's it's yeah, that's a very good point. It uh, how it's about it's about the fast fashion. Mm-hmm. I think um, more recently we've seen perhaps some some better things come from it, but right from the very beginning wasn't necessarily about what's inside. Right. Um, it was always about the look. Mm-hmm. It's it it it's um. It, it, you know the, the sort of uh, the polar opposite to 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 what Rolex and all the other brands, the Delta mm-hmm. brands, were were thinking about. You know, right. it's from the inside out. I mean, I imagine these Delta brands, as they're watching Swatch come in, it's just kind of like, I, you know, it'd be pretty frustrating. 
to see the, the these people sort of these companies taking advantage of 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 the need for for a cheaper made watch you know when when you're when you're slaving away making the best quality craftsmanship detail and then these guys come and sweep under you you know and they're like we're just gonna like blast out these these cheap watches yeah it'd be interesting to get the point of view of one of the watch execs from the time uh when all this transition was happening um uh well not so much transition but this this evolution was this new uh, partner coming in happening what uh what what their thoughts were at the time i think it's i think it's good too in a way that it kind of takes the piss out of the seriousness of these uh you know they're like (laughs) you know what you know there's other people there's other needs like people you know often i have conversations with people you know talking about what is what makes why would you spend thousands of dollars on a watch when i can get this one at the train station for 10 bucks like what's what really is the difference yeah and it's right. quality it's, it's quality. quality all the way it's through. quality and like um you know we were talking before about comparisons of of the watch industry versus other types of furniture for example comes to mind for me it's like you think of a of a of a wood finished uh, bureau desk a roll top desk you know handmade hand assembled you know stained it's beautiful right and then you have you know have the ikea desk right and people are going to look at the the two and be like well of course i'm going to get the it's way cheaper you Mm -hmm. know it does it does the same thing that this this desk that is obviously of more quality does so then you're like well then it just kind of throws everything out of whack you know why would you spend thousands of dollars on this handmade piece of furniture when you can you know so what that's it, because it's following trends then at that point. You, you you can then afford to drop what you have, right, in order to keep up with trends, to buy something new so it can be fresh. Do you think it's also just about else. buying? Yeah. Do you think it's, Con- a, it's the consumerism? consumerism? Yeah, You absolutely. just love to buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's... Uh, that rush you get from getting something new. Yeah. And you can't obviously get that rush all the time if you're spending thousands of dollars on a watch. Yeah. Yeah, you want it. Not mere mortals anyway, well, like yeah. you and I, yeah. Exactly. No, so I think that's it. And I, th- I think the other, ki- the other key thing is, is no rules. No rules apply in, in, in this case mm-hmm. w- when it comes down to fashion watches because they can do anything they really want. It's, it's, it's n- you know, not like one of the Delta brands all of a sudden going, we're going crazy. <laughs> we're going to make a <laughs> we go, we go. I don't know. I don't know. I've seen some. <laughs> that what is that that latest rolex with the diamond crusted the rainbow oh yeah that, yeah yeah that, yeah i that, mean it's yeah that's it, wild that's as that's as wild as it, it would ever get i think for for brands like that because yeah. because even then it it's 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 bling but it's it's very very high quality bling it's the best of everything that, that could be possibly used in the way of materials and uh and but that's it is but that watch meant to be worn like you know, if you buy that watch, you're like, this is going to be my everyday watch. No, you know? no, it's not like no. that. I don't think no, not at all. No, no. You bring no. that out once. That's your wow piece. That's your Halloween yeah. piece. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so no rules apply, really, when it yeah. comes down to fashion watches. They can they can do whatever they want. They can follow their trends and follow the trends. Yeah. And uh, and and just keep wowing people at a at a reasonable price. Yeah. But then you then you have designer brands that get in. They, these mm-hmm. are these are the brands that have been that have allowed their their names to be licensed. Um, 
uh, to to go on to watches. So sometimes it's it's uh, maybe you know brands like Cartier that that mm -hmm. that go to do something very very different with regard to fashion. But that that I think is very different. I mean, yeah. most people might might remember. Um, uh, the Gucci bezel watch, where you could change all the bezels. Mm -hmm. The quality on that watch was actually quite exceptional. The plating on it was really thick. The right. the, the movement inside it was fantastic. So they were focusing on uh, one watch that you could accessorize. Accessorize, and and it was very cool because you could. It came with like three different um, bezels. Uh, right? four four or six bezels that you could just. Yeah. Unscrew, screw on, and and New away watch. you go. You've got you've got a different looking watch. Yeah, to match your shoes. And uh, and like we s we we see those probably maybe two a month, maybe yep. three a month. They're still around, and yeah. so people are still out there using them, and they look great. You got a special key actually to open yeah, up the yeah, back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes, the crowbar. <laughs> the crowbar. Um, so yeah, and you know with. Fendi as well, Chanel, Louis Vuitton, yeah. and with new brands like Michael Coors and Shinola. Yeah. Oh, Shinola, that's an interesting. Would you mm -hmm. call Shinola a fashion watch? I think I think that that is a fashion watch, but it's it's certainly um, it's a little quality. bit more austere when it comes right. down to the design. But uh, so it is really a designer watch. I but think. it's also quality. That it those is are quality, good. Yeah. Well-made watches, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But you, you are getting what you pay for in that in in that respect. I right. mean, um, yeah. I love the story of Shinola, and I love the the uh, the fact that they brought the uh, a Ronda uh, assembly line over to mm -hmm. uh, Detroit to to get up and running to to produce the movements. There, yeah, um, which is which is very very cool, but. Um, but again, you know, it, it is a it is a um, a quartz movement, a not a not so expensive quartz movement. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but no, it works. I think. And you mean not like a Frank Mueller quartz movement? Yeah. Well, you know, we, we <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a whole other story that we could we could get into. But come come see us at the store, and we'll you will we'll tell, tell you about that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so fashion watch, it's, you know, th that's what it is. It's, it's all about capitalizing, right. uh, on trends, current trends. It's, it's about capitalizing on, on what you can, uh, what your costs are, keeping your yeah. costs really low and your margins you think, really high. Do you think that the, that the fashion watch is kind of, uh, influence people's sort of opinion about, about watches sort of, you know, sort of tipping the scales if, if you will, like as in, re in regards to what what is valued in, in watches, you know? I think it, I think from our experience here anyway, from mm -hmm. what we see, it gets really muddied. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, because people buy a fashion watch for, for uh, a lot yeah. in some cases. Right. And... And they're surprised. They're surprised that the quality is low. Yeah. A short period afterwards, yeah. you know, and uh, and that's a bit of the CD underbelly of it all. Well, right? and I, I've had conversations with people who are like, hey, do you, "What do you think? Is this a is this a good watch?" And it's like, "Well, I'm going to tell you know." I'm saying, "Well, you know, it's not great, but I yeah. mean, if it's good for you, na na na, whatever, you know." But like, I think people, uh, you know, have this misconception. I think about really what is. Well, not misconception, but 
I mean, it's different than it's, it's a different very opinion subjective. Than mine. Yeah. It is. It is very subjective, and 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 a lot of people will relate the amount of money they spend on a watch to its quality. Right. Um, that it's it's correlated, and it should be, uh, and it should be absolutely. But it's you not. know, it it isn't. Yeah. No. It it it, it and really. And this is isn't. where we've come, I think, because I think there was no bones back in the day about you know with Swatch coming out with these watches. It wasn't. They weren't pretending to be Rolex. You know. But I think maybe now there's this, we're getting into some gray areas where certain brands are, are marketing it to be a valued watch, but then not putting in the putting in the quality. No. Yeah. No, exactly. And uh, and it's it's all very doable. It's um, they can they can do it. Those brands can excel. And um, I just. I just wish sometimes they they really would mm-hmm. uh, a little well, bit. It, it's, it's gonna you know time will will show. Yeah, they, you know obviously the, the trends the change. Trends yeah. change, but I think if you know if you're putting in if you're putting in real quality, it, it's gonna it's gonna show over time. And those are the brands that yeah. are gonna are gonna. Come and again, through. this is this is all aside from what would be considered smart watches. We're not talking about smart watches here. I just want to put that out there. No. Because that, that's a whole that's apples that's and a whole different that's a whole different genre of watches. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that could be another podcast. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Apple you're safe. Um, for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> um, so Johnny Ives, if you're listening, give 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 us a call. We l- let's Who? talk. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. so yeah, so then so what? Where does that leave us, like, uh, with with fashion and watches? Yeah, I think it. I think it leaves us sort of ending up the whole value thing about. Well, we we sort of written down something about um, dollars or, or relevance and 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 social capital, mm-hmm. and I think it's. Uh, I think all of those things are all integrated into into fashion watches mm-hmm. as being a part of their value but there's not one particular thing that's that's that that is really it. high it really right. stands out you know it's so you know social capital yeah you know because you've got a licensed brand or a or you know y- you're actually wearing that brand and people see it um i mean that gives you some social capital but but really you don't have the, the va- necessarily always the value there uh, to back it up, right? And I think uh, that's integral there. And well, this is also the the dialogue that comes from having watches. And we when people come in and they see what we're doing here, they see you know watches apart on the bench, and they want to talk about it. And it's like, well, is my watch like that, or is it not? Yeah. You know. And then it's like, well, what what what's what are these watches here? What's what's Nomos? What's what's that all yeah. about? And then it's yes. like it's a conversation, and of course it's continuing. It, it's continuous with us here at the store, and it's. Yeah, and I think it's it's it it's heartbreaking when people come in and and they want to see inside inside their watches, uh, uh, their fashion watch. Yeah. And all of a sudden they see nothing but space. Yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> hiding spots for all kinds of things. Right. <laughs> Big hiding spots. Some things legal, some things not. <laughs> so some things that were illegal and, and that aren't anymore. Yeah. So I, you know, it, I think this is the thing. It's like, wow, I bought this big watch, but oh my god, the movement is so tiny in this yeah. thing, yeah. and I don't think people are quite prepared for for that. And uh, like then they start to it's realize. It's like a pea brain. Yeah, they start to a lot, realize a lot of skull, very small brain. Yeah, yeah. So, so then that that kind of 
that that the whole fashion thing then sort of comes around now to what what we were uh, uh, alluding to earlier on, which right. was pocket watches. Pocket watches. Pocket, that's full circle, isn't it? You know, and I think I think this is this is a very this is a very very cool thing because um, just just for fun, we 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 had bought in uh, a f- a few really cool vintage antique, maybe even pocket watches that uh, we put out in the window this week. Right. And we've had a surprising number of people actually stop in and... Uh, want to talk about them. And want to talk about them. Yeah. Not necessarily buy, but definitely want to talk. Well, you know, pocket watches, and I think I feel this in the general kind of watch enthusiast sphere, people have a lot of pocket watches. They don't know what to do with their pocket watches. You know, they don't know how to wear them. They don't necessarily i don't know want to use them it's an awkward piece right now for as far as like displaying it and and you know there's some there's a lot of sort of like it's a tough one to because it can it can appear kind of douchey you know you you know you're the guy with the pocket watch it's kind of (laughs) douchey don't you think (laughs) well no it's you run the risk of being ultra hipster you know walking around with a pocket watch don't you think yeah, I think I th- I think you're you've got a point there. Absolutely, I don't want pocket, it to be that pocket way. watches are, you know, people look at them and and you know just go f- who 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 would ever wear a pocket watch for God's yeah. sake? Like, uh, it, I mean, why? Yeah. And and I think the thing goes back into fashion. Okay, right. so if you want to do something a little bit different, right? Then this is a a very very easy way to to do something a little bit different right bring out the and if you're watch. going to if you're going to do that i think that this is this is the stumbling block with pocket watches right now is that there's no there's no real way of of being able to wear them yeah that's truly novel or cool um cool, it's always cool is the you know I mean, the the wrist is a very easy thing right now. Yeah, because you can choose your straps and everything else. So right. You know, you can you can play around with that. But when it comes to pocket watches, you've got to have a chain, a fob chain maybe, yeah. um, uh, or or some some other form of attachment. I mean, yeah, sure, you can just have it sitting there in your in that corner of uh, your jeans pocket, uh, that small pocket that you've always wanted. Is that just for change? No, it's actually for a pocket watch. Yeah. But you know. It could so easily be dropped if it's not on a chain because yeah. it's in your hand, yeah. right? And uh, and this is the thing: once someone comes up with a really, really c- interesting, novel, designer well, way of carrying those things, this around. this is the thing that we've been having much discussion about. Is where I don't think it has to be novel. I think it just is kind of has to be. It just kind of has to be obvious, easy, mm-hmm. right? And like I. Why not wear, why not wear it around your neck, you know? Why not put it on a on a on a rope on a leather on a nice leather rope around your neck, you know? I I'm telling you, I'm thinking people are going to start doing that. <laughs> I know you don't think so, but I think people are, have these pocket watches. They love their pocket watch. They don't know what to do. They don't want to put them in their pocket, you know. They're going to wear them. They want to show them off. But the case is so compelling for pocket watches, yeah, right now, because they're affordable. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting, in some cases, uh, Delta brand quality 
Yeah. Right. Easily. Um, for cheap. A, 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 absolutely. We've absolutely. got that. We've got that one uh, German chronograph. Yeah. That movement is fantastic, mm. and that is not an expensive watch. No. It's like it's wild. You compare that to a Daytona. Yeah. You know, a uh, uh, Valju seventy two, which are yeah. thousands of dollars. It's just, just as good. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. It, but it's like nineteen thirties. It's it's wild it's, and it's cool. You know. Yeah, and and I think. What about pocket watch on the wrist? Like people are converting. Well, their I guess that that was that was uh, that was something that was done in that transition period between pocket watches to wrist watches. Mm -hmm. um, I feel that some people are are taking vintage watches now. There's some some guys that are doing that, mm -hmm. taking them and re putting them on the you know mm -hmm. on the wrist. Yeah, recasing um, them. Yeah, and I think these are all the these are all the fashionable things that people will actually start to think about. And we hope they think about it because I think I I, I feel sorry for pocket watches. You know, I I, I well, really really do the, because they they it's are a sleeping just dragon. It's a it's absolutely it's, fantastic. It's gonna it's gonna something is gonna happen with pocket watches. There's just too much want for them to be relevant and especially in the in the true watch loving circle because mm -hmm. you know i think we all want it to be but we just haven't figured out how to do it yet just haven't had the right celebrity uh make it cool again yeah yeah that's and where you come in and then, <laughs> and, then <Right? laughs> and then then we can talk about clocks cool clocks maybe whoa that's far out yeah, because because there's a lot there too, which which kind of also then pulls into that whole pocket watch kind of kind right. of space, right? Uh, you know, people don't necessarily think about it, but it is out there and it's it's achievable, and you can you can find some great things. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, come up come up with some some interesting ways to to wear pocket watches. Right. I challenge people because Ooh, that's uh, fun. because. Put, throw them out there on Instagram. Get people thinking about it because mm. there's tons of great pocket watches out there. They're really affordable right now, yeah. and uh, you, you there's great brands: IWC, Jaeger, um, or Jaeger. Uh, Jaeger, Omega. If, if you're uh, lots of great uh, Omega pocket watches, yeah, cheap. Yeah, yeah, really, really yeah. good quality at at next to nothing. Yeah. It's because it's there's just so much out there. Nobody is interested. Yeah. But they will be. I think they will. I think that's a great idea. The the challenge. I think send us some pictures. Tag us on Instagram. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see that. That'd be cool. Roldorf Instagram. Yeah. What is it? Roldorf. <laughs> exactly. <Just> Perfect. That. <laughs> cool. Well that's 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 great, man. Episode seven. Fantastic. We've done it. We nailed and we're it. back. We're, we're back. We're seven. hot. We're feeling hot. We're, I, I think you know, we've got some we've got some some things cooking for some really cool uh, episodes coming up. Uh, we'll get more into uh, you know Instagram and the socials and that kind of stuff and what's going on on the bench yeah. in future episodes. But uh, and I think that we're talking about what's going on on the bench mm -hmm. um, over the next few weeks, we'll we'll uh, all of the the parts will slowly start to to come in for uh, the Halios Waldorf edition, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll. Obviously, be putting things out there on the interwebs mm -hmm. uh, about uh, that as we go to put it all together, which is going to be very That's fun. It's going to be fun. And uh, yes, there's lo lots coming up. Fantastic. Well, nice work. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. I'll see you next this time. This has been the Rolled Off Cafe. Cafe.